<laughs> that was lovely. More bloopers after this. <laughs> and you know what? I started the wrong turntable. And you know what? This is true. I'm never going to live this down. I haven't got a record to play. Just to prove it, look at it. It's true. Isn't that great? You know what's happened? I started the wrong turntable. I then looked to the other turntable, which has been running all the flipping time, and the record has ended and hasn't even been heard on the air. And that, I promise you, is the absolute truth. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Steve Pank's Radio Nightmares. Oh, yeah. Hi, this is Steve Pank with more of those wonderful radio moments that don't exactly go according to plan. Quite often, the bits that go wrong... All the best bits. Plans for the massive rock and roll extravaganza due to take place at Wembley Stadium on August the 5th are well underway. And the scene in... Oh, shit. You are listening to Steve Pank's Radio Nightmares. Hello, you're on the air. Incidentally, if you happen to be around the Tower of London on July the 20th, you'll have a unique opportunity of seeing the Cosmic Circus, directed by jazz musician Mike Westbrook, present their composition entitled An Apoc... Oh, here we go. Sorry. Apocalyptic, right? Sorry, read it again. Incidentally, if you happen to be around the Tower of London on July the 20th, you'll have a unique opportunity of seeing the Cosmic Circus, directed by jazz musician Mike Westbrook, present their composition entitled An Apoc... (laughs) (laughs) Apocalyptic. Apocalyptic, apocalyptic. Meanwhile, Michael Jackson Rush releases a new single on July the 28th. It's the Bill Withers composition Ain't No Sunshine and was taken from Mike and... Mike... Fuck. It's Sunday morning. It's Dingley Dell. We rapidly approach news time. And once again, we join our correspondent, Mr William Connolly, for... What? I'm not sure. I can't remember what it was for. Can you? <laughs> oh, Life's terrible when you're in a cottage with no windows. No, I... you, you were going to ask me what world affairs, what I thought of them. What? World affairs? Yeah. You haven't had any affairs, have you? No. <laughs> this is... Right, start again. We've got it. Right. Start it, start it again. <laughs> Stop the tape and start it again. Are you fucking crazy? Stop the tape! The Foreign Secretary, Lord Carrington, will say this morning whether today's session on the London Conference of the Future of Zambia is... Re- I beg your pardon. I'll repeat that. A fugitive with police in hot pursuit seeks refuge in an Ackland Street continental pastry shop. Firstly, he wrestles with the Danish chef. So I took his arm to hold him, but he was wrestling, and I, I put my arm on his, on his neck, and I call uh, Peter here, and he can call in the back the police. So I call the police. I was resting here inside the bakehouse, and just when I heard the police coming here at the bakehouse, I couldn't help him anymore because he was desperate. You could see his eyes were vile. Yes, you could see. You could see that his eyes were vile. You are listening to Steve Pank's Radio Nightmares. Hello, you're on the air. Now, when you're reading the news live, it's probably best not to have a little drink before you go on the air. It's 5.30 in Melbourne. Barry Goodyear for three years of news. Mm. The ACTU case for equal pay for women is likely to go before the Arbitration Commission later this year. The ACTU executive today discussed the plans for the case in Adelaide. The ACTU president, Mr Hogg, said the case is likely to go before the Arbitration Commission later this year. Mr Hogg says the executive is expected to formulate a new approach to the question of planning a campaign aimed 
after the securing of equal pay for equal women employed under important classifications. A man who said he wanted to kill himself stole a plane at gunpoint today at Gastonia Airport at North Carolina, crashed it, then walked back and took another plane and wrecked that one too. Then police overpowered him. An off-duty detective said that the rifle the man was carrying out of his hands was hauled away uninjured when he emerged from the wreckage of his second suicide attempt. The man earlier had told the airport manager, Dick Campbell, that he wanted to give himself a plane, and when Campbell asked if he was joking, the man fired a shot over his head. The man said he wanted to fly a plane over a place called Indian Trail, and then later he killed himself. The Minister for Trade and Industry, Mr Anthony, has attacked as deplorable and disgraceful a Labour Party suggestion that the Tariff Board should consider price policies when conducting inquiries into an industry. Mr Anthony said the ALP intended to approach tariff protection by using a, a policy of what he termed the carrot and the stick. He was supplying to Dr D.N. Elringham, ALP in Queensland, who asked if Mr Anthony agreed with the opposition's proposal that the board should include recommendations that prices and price policy from the protected industry. <laughs> Mr. Anthony said the board now believed that it was only natural that the prices and the profitability of a board should be taken into account. 3 you said Newsport, a 3.0 time, 3.02. Steve Banks. <laughs> Radio Nightmares. Wow. Outside the Oxford Hotel in uh, Swanson Street, a report of a brawl here. There is a milling crowd around, and the bloke here has apparently been knocked over. Is he all right? Yeah. What happened? He's got a kick in. What started it all? Oh, I don't know. Them, you know. Did you see it? No. There's a civil ambulance on the way, Jeff. There's an ambulance on the way. Who was it? All right. All right, we'll sit down on the fence again. Who was it? I'm all right, buddy. Sit down, mate. Sit down. Uh, me, I'm all, all right. right. All right. Is he a friend of yours? Yeah. Did you see this? Do you know what started? Oh, I said, you fucking long here, cunts, jumped in. Where are they? I know where I fucking jumped in. Shut up. You fucking hiding too, the cunts. Well, what's, what started it all? Look, he was, me mate was just walking in those cunts just fucking walked out. Yeah, well, don't swear, man. Don't swear. Don't swear, man. They jumped me, mate. I jumped in. They give it to me. They give it to me. I don't know where they're going. Well, something must have started it. Did you see what started it? Did you see what started it? Oh, it's all one big long road. All what? It's all one big long road. It's just continuous. It came out from one side of the pub. And it came right through to this side. Well, what were they doing? Shut up, say nothing comes to cops. What were they doing? Oh, they just fighting. For no apparent reason? Oh, I didn't Shut see it. I was standing outside. And they just picked your mate here? Yeah. There's a police brawl wagon pulled up here and the crowd's thick again too. And uh, I think they've got someone in. And he sounds like he's going to kick the door of the brawl wagon out if he can, too. He's trying. <laughs> How many did you get, Constable? I was about four. Right. You've got four in there, have you? Shut up! Frank, shut up! Why, Lorraine, there was wicked piss! Hey! 
there's a couple more to go in too as they open the door and run back. He came hurtling out the door then when the police opened it to put two more in and you heard the screams of the girls in the crowd. There's about six in there all together now. And the police have really had their hands full with this lot too. Oh, come on, here we go. You are listening to Steve Pank's Radio Nightmares. A man in Canada who thinks bears are trying to take over the world. <laughs> Pardon me. Today, shot and killed a large Kodiak bear in the zoo in Toronto. He fired at least a dozen shots into the bear. Police arrested him and charged him with possessing a dangerous weapon. The man told them that bears were trying to take over the world, and therefore he'd done a right and patriotic thing by killing one of them. Nearly 4,000 United States First Division infantry men, in infantry men have landed at a bay 185 miles north of Saigon. The national serviceman who contacted meningitis at Pakapanyal has been taken off the seriously ill list at Fairfield Infectious Disease Hospital. And that's the news to this moment. No matter where you are, you'll hear it first on 3UZ. Uh, just before you go back to the party, John, at five minutes past four, tell us how you pronounce Pakapanyal again. Uh, Pakapanyal. That's very good. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. I don't know what you quite said. Was it Panapakil or something like that, but I've been giggling yeah. ever since. Yes, I got it mixed up with meningitis. Yes, well, it was very funny, believe you me. Uh, you killed me. I really giggled all the way through that news, guys. That was a swing. I really enjoyed that. Panapakil. Funniest thing I've ever heard. Just say it once more. Just say it properly, you know, just to convince people that you can say it once more. Here we go. Oh, that was excellent. Yeah, do that again. No. It's been announced in Paris that the... It's been announced in Paris that the French apprentice jockey, Robert Jalou, will fly to Australia next month to ride on the Adelaide trainer, or for the Adelaide trainer, Colin Hayes. Impression given last year that he doesn't like bosoms. The Vs, whether narrow or wide from the shoulder blades, have a tight construction through the ribcage, pushing... <laughs> One deep plunging V is cut to the bottom of the ribcage. The high collarless necklines receive a new banded trim of self-fabric which is cut separately and tacked at the front or evolved from modified draping. The loose arched loop, Dior calls them ribbon collars, fall free at the back. A Texan millionaire, Jack Danziger, who trains young Latin Americans for ranch work, yesterday paid 44,000 pounds for a one-third interest in a registered Aberdeen Angus bull thus making the animal the world's most valuable bull. The bull is registered as Prince 105 SAF. His sire, 105 TT, <laughs> that is 102,000 pounds, was regarded previously as the world's most valuable bull. Lunchtime crowds parted and traffic snarled as a nude man ran past the taxation department in the heart of Sydney today. Eyewitnesses said the man appeared from completely nowhere, naked and obviously distressed. As women screamed, he ran, ran along the pavement and into Martin Place. He slipped on the wet roadway and dragged... I beg your pardon.
house is quite a large bungalow. I take it you reside here. Yes, I reside here. Did you have a lucky escape when the fire started? By bloody years, I did. In what way? I in the bloody room, I was asleep. Somebody said there's fire, I didn't believe him. I didn't believe him. I said, well, Christ, there's a thing of fucking water coming all over me. They fighting fucking shit out of me. Fucking water coming everywhere. The old fella come out and he said, there's fire, fire. I said, fuck it, I, I mean, I'm a fucking Indian, fucking Chinese, I've been fucking fired before. He said, fire, that ain't fucking funny. Get your neck fucking in the fucking wall, get me in the fucking face. Fucking bloody hell out of me. <laughs> Dead. This is the news from the ABC, read by Paul McClay. I'm sorry about that. I swallowed some water the wrong way. This is Steve Hanks' Radio Nightmares. Strong and gusty cold southwest winds developing overnight. <laughs> One developing then, too. <laughs> Chance of hail with the change. Scattered showers after the change. The outlook Tuesday, winds moderating. <laughs> Riverina and MIA. <laughs> Sorry about that. Cold, gusty southwest winds with scattered showers. Outlook Tuesday, winds slowly moderating. <laughs> Upper western, cold, gusty southwest winds becoming general. Showers developing ahead of the change and becoming isolated after it. And the lower western showers becoming scattered. <laughs> Cold and strong southwest winds. The scheme is estimated to cost about $1,500,000. And the first home should be connected to the service in about 12 to 18 months. The scheme is being carried out by the Public Works Department for the Wyong Shire Council. At the present time, the treatment works at Bateau Bay are under construction, as well as the outfall drain to the sea. The council's engineer, sewerage engineer, Mr. R. Slater, said that 6,000 buildings at... I'm terribly sorry. At Long Jetty to One Bay, the entrance, the entrance north, Kalani, and Beto Bay would be connected progressively. Steve Pank's Radio Nightmares. And that's your lot for this edition of Radio Nightmares. There's more next time.